Hello, I'm Steve, the retired criminal investigator with the Air Force Office of Special Investigations, the Federal Law Enforcement Agency of the United States Air Force. I'm Hannah, the amateur true crime enthusiast. I've been fascinated with my dad's job, and I love starting conversations with him to learn more. Join us each week as we share these conversations with you and discuss a real criminal case that piques our interest. Hello, welcome back, archivists. Welcome back. How is everyone? <laughs> I'm looking around to see nobody's answering. Who's everyone? All of our li- all of ah, our archivists. Okay, okay, we just have to assume there. Everybody's going yay, yay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever be so mean. Well, I'm not being mean. I'm trying to be cheeky. Mm. Today we have an update episode. Kind of a little bit of an update All for right. uh, a few of the cases. For some of the cases, yeah. Yeah, and then I have, like, to start off with, it's kind of an update-ish on what we're doing with genetic genealogy today. Okay, so really up until this point, we've mostly just been talking about cold case murders being solved using genetic genealogy. Uh-huh. And in the news recently, genetic genealogy was uh, used to solve... A string of rapes from 2001 to 2008, mm-hmm. three. A lawyer from New Jersey actually was arrested for three 15-year-old rapes that took place in Boston, like I said, between 2001 and 2008. So the FBI actually lured him and his fiance to the lobby of their apartment by having the front desk call them to tell them that a large package had been delivered. So they both would like come down. Oh, wow. And needed both of them to pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, don't people know? Oh, I didn't order a large thing. <laughs> Maybe someone delivered it. I All don't right. know. I'm not going super into d- in yeah, depth into this. No, I'm just I, telling I get it. you. I'm just like, um, he is stupid f- people remain stupid. And yeah. Bad guys are stupid. He, and this was, he was arrested May 30th of 2023. So literally this is just like the most recent um, genetic genealogy update, you know, in the news. He is of course pleading not guilty. Case was reopened last year and the police were actually able to get his DNA from a drink and you ut- like forks and uh, spoons and knives so that he used at a corporate event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so wait a minute, how old was the case then? Fifteen. I said. Uh, I said. Yeah, I didn't hear you. Go ahead. Say of course, again. of course not. Fifteen-year-olds between two thousand one and two thousand eight. These rapes happened. And so they didn't have DNA in those days. I again, I'm not. I didn't l- research into this case. Right. I can't. Okay. If we would like to, no, no. I, can. I, I just. However, the well, you're giving an update about victims, DNA. So yeah, because the, okay. the reason I didn't like do like do a whole episode on yeah. this case is because the victims. Their identities are concealed, yeah. and they specify that. So I didn't so want to like. There's some I'm reason. Just updating about there's some reason yeah. that the that the police have DNA, but didn't have his DNA, and or couldn't run it. So the point is, they're doing the genetic genealogy to track this back, just like they did in the murder. Then, okay, um, cool. When these rapes happened, he was in college still, because mm-hmm. he was in college in Boston. So maybe like yeah, yeah they didn't have his DNA, yeah. but now that he's a lawyer, his DNA yeah. is like on file or something. No, no, they 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 
did the genetic genealogy. It makes yeah. sense. It, he wasn't in CODIS. Right. So, yeah. So they were able to get yeah. um, from a corporate event that he went to and they, you know, they found But they match. tracked it back to the family in, in the genetic genealogy. Okay, that's pretty cool. He's being charged with aggravated rape, kidnapping, assault with attempt to rape, and indecent assault. He wow. apparently threatened all of the women, offering them rides, telling them that he had a gun when they would refuse his advances wow. um, after accepting a ride. Trial is set for June of next year. Okay. So, yeah, I just I thought, you know, genetic genealogy is usually being used to solve yeah. all of these cold case. Well, and I mean, like good. cold, cold from like yeah, yeah. 50s, 60s, 70s yeah. murders. Yeah, 80s, yep. This is something that happened, you know. Mm-hmm. I, 15 years still early 2000s still seems way closer to us than you right. know, the 90s yeah well that's so good i just thought it was hey this is now being used for mm-hmm. more than just you know 30 year old murders all right so now we're going to talk about our real updates so if you guys if you haven't already listened the first update we're talking about is our november 14th 2022 episode which is, what was uh, the name of it? It was called Arizona Canal Murders. So this is specifically, he called himself the zombie killer or the zombie hunter. You may or may not have heard of that in the news. Mm -hmm. Uh, The murderer is Patrick, Brian Patrick Miller. He murdered Angela Brasso and Melanie Burness in 1992 and 1993. Both girls were riding their bikes along the Arizona Canal in Phoenix. If you remember or if you hadn't haven't listened go back and listen i ended the episode by talking about brian miller's attorneys trying to go with the insanity plea now he was arrested six years ago they've been pushing off a trial for six years he was originally arrested in 2015 there was a lot of back and forth on if he was competent to stand trial what he did or didn't remember of the crime what he was pleading and uh, his trial started October 3rd of 2022. He pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity, and he did ra- waive his right to a jury trial, instead opting for a, I think what is called a bench trial, which is the judge hears, the judge is your jury, yes. essentially. Yes. And he convicts and sentenced. So May 22nd, third. Or the 31st, it was kind of like back and forth, but mm-hmm. it seems like the conviction was might have been the 22nd and then the con- sentencing. He was sentenced to two death sentences plus 24 years for two counts of kidnapping and two counts of attempted sexual assault. I thought wow. that was... I've never seen two different types of sentences being handed down. Well, because it was two counts, right? So a death f- sentence for two each death one? Two and then the kidnapping sentences, yeah. yeah. wow. So he's going to die twice. Yeah. See, that's what I mean. Well, everyone knows how I feel about the death penalty in general, but it just seems like I get why there's Mm -hmm. it's all on paper, right? Mm -hmm. It has to be every sentence, every Mm -hmm. count has to be accounted for, I guess. Sure. Judge Suzanne Cohen at the Maricopa County Superior Court in downtown Phoenix is the judge that presided Mm -hmm. over this case and that convicted him. It was a six month bench trial. So I thought that was interesting too. I didn't realize that bench trials would be that long. Also, yeah, I I don't. I mean, they still have to present the evidence and stuff to the judge. You know, that's true. Why yeah. would someone opt out for a jury trial? I don't know. The guy was whack, wasn't he? Remember, he he tried to plead insanity, right? Yeah, he tried to say that he had no memory. 
I mean, there was a lot of back and forth for six years over. Maybe he knew that the judge competent. was just going to be straightforward. Like, but a jury might. Yeah, you're right. He got like the worst you could probably possibly get. So yeah, because I feel I don't like know. you'd have more of a chance with a jury trial when you're trying uh, to plead insanity. He apparently didn't think so. I don't know. Or maybe his. Or lawyer. maybe his lawyers didn't think so. I don't. I don't know. It. Ju- yeah. It just seems strange to me that anyone would choose that. Or maybe because a, a judge is more knowledgeable in like terminology, whereas regular I, citizens. Yeah, aren't. I don't know. That's a lawyer question, or that's actually a defendant question. Like, why would yeah? yeah why that's would somebody? But a lawyer would know that question. I don't know. I, you know, why do people turn down plea deals and go to court anyways when they know they're guilty? Oh, I yeah. You know, maybe they think they have a better ch- chance. I don't know. Mm. All right. Well, we we, we peeled it back. So that's Back in November, and we said we'll give you an update. Well, we like to do these updates. I like that we give people the update. This might turn out to be like a simple episode for someone to listen to, but at least they can say, oh, okay, that that's yeah. a follow-up. That person got convicted. Now I will be interested, because as we've, uh, we've talked about this before, we have a whole another episode, too, on the death penalty, and I would be in- I'm interested to know, like, because of his, like, obviously he's going to appeal. Mm-hmm. Do you think his reason of ins- like you know guilty by reason of insanity is going to take him much farther into the appeal process with the death penalty? Oh, so that's possible. How long possible. is he going to sit on death? Yeah. So that's possible. Oh, I just had the judge looking at it, and you know, I didn't get a real uh, a fair trial. Oh, or maybe. Something. Do you think that's why yeah, they said can't. let's I mean, go he with waived the judge? It, so, yeah. but but you never know. You but never they could know. still be like, well, clearly I'm pleading, like, you know, reason by insanity. So clearly I don't know what I'm talking I about. Talking I don't about. know. Yeah. Like I, this wasn't fair. Like I want to. Ju- yeah. Oh, I could see that happening. Possible. His his lawyer being like, let's mm-hmm. play it this way because they stalled for six years. That seems absurd. Yeah, that, well, no, allowed? three is COVID, though. Remember? And 15, so things 18. slowed. Yeah, I guess so. That's yeah. true. That's true. That's true. I think we did mention that. In yeah, the, that's true. That's the end of that. Okay, update good. For good update one. for everybody. Hope that is you can put a pin in that. Mm-hmm. The next one we're going to talk about is. And our by the way, if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to that. Then that was the what it was. It, it doesn't November. change the episode if you hear yeah. this one first. Yes. So that's episode from 14 November 2022. Mm-hmm. It was called Arizona Canal Murders. On November 7th, same year, 2022, we talked about the murder of Christy Mirak in 1992 in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Yeah, that was cold case solved, senseless murder of a school teacher. So I ended that episode by saying that Raymond Rowe had requested for five items to be tested that had not been tested previously. Now, uh, if you remember that episode, Christy was getting ready to go to work. Uh, this mm-hmm. was right before Christmas. She had a bunch of Christmas presents for her students. She was a school teacher. And she had been found murdered in her home and sexually assaulted. So Raymond Rowe, he had been like a pretty popular DJ in the area. He pleaded guilty in 2019 to criminal homicide, three counts of rape by forcible compulsion, and two counts of involuntary deviant sexual intercourse. With this, he was sentenced to life in prison without parole, plus 60 to 120 years. Now, he went on to withdraw his plea in September of 2021, and his attorneys filed a PCRA for post-conviction DNA testing of these items that he wanted, which was 
the cutting board that had been found near Christie's head, a toaster that is known to have been on top of that cutting board, and a pair of pants that was found next to Christie, and Christie's under uh, sweater and her undershirt. Mm-hmm. So those that was information that I also did not have. Um, I can't. At, yeah, available I can't, to us at the time. We I can't talked. remember. What did he? These things popped up afterwards, and he's thinking, well, wait a minute. There, there might have been someone else there. They were never tested, tested yeah. yeah. And so h- him and his lawyers were like, well, these are all That's items that were right there, yeah. That well, would, huh? wait till you hear what the judge says. I you, thought it was interesting. You, so, right, because you have to, your judge, ha- I mean, your lawyer has to go for that because mm-hmm. in the end, that could be um, uh, constitutional if right. there was exculpatory information and that's ground for appeal all the way up you know constitutional issue because what he says he says that he what he had sex with her that morning right and then left and that someone else came in and yeah that's what he said so right yes yep um but she was found pretty shortly out like in the morning yeah remember she she was getting ready to go out she had a jacket on or something yeah 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 yeah. so my point was that makes no sense so someone came in immediately after you left yeah because he was saying that Later, she was yeah, murdered. But it got, later, it stalled. It stalled and got him. You know, right? I just think it makes no sense. It looks like, but it's reasonable doubt, right? It's, right. It's, I understand. Uh, th- somebody could have come in immediately. Someone could have seen him leave, go in there afterwards to check right. on her, and you know, find her vulnerable or something. You know what I mean? It, it's it's yeah. not far fetched. So that's why. I get it. They have to go ahead and honor that request. I mean, I thought when I was reading about it and we were talking about it at the time, I thought it was strange that those items hadn't been tested. Yeah, I know. Because you've always said mm-hmm. that you want to have all the bases covered. Like, mm-hmm. let's test everything. You have to rule out everything. You yeah. can't leave something on the table that, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So I did think it was strange that those items weren't tested. Because think about it. If you're a cop, investigator, whatever, and you're like, hey, let's get these tested. Think about the response. Oh, no, I don't want to get those tested. What if it comes up with someone else's DNA? That ruins our right. our case. I'm not saying you'd say that. I'm just saying that's sort of the mindset, right? So Yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't you want to yeah. prove yeah. beyond a reasonable doubt that this person did or didn't yeah. do it? Because okay. that helps to avoid putting people in prison who were not like wrongfully convicted. Right. Right. Or who putting people who were not guilty All in right. prison. So... What so happened? it looks like the decision came back in January by a Lancaster judge, Dennis E. Rainacker. He said that Raymond Rowe did not meet the requirement of proving that the testing was not done prior to trial because technology wasn't available or that counsel requested funds for testing and it was denied. So those are the two things, like the two standards. Oh, that's the two standards. Prong, the standard for... Um, yes. Okay. So he would have have to have proved, proven that it was that the technology wasn't available at the time, so that's why they weren't tested, or that the request was denied essentially because of the funds or whatever. So the judge also goes on to say that Roe did not prove reasonable possibility that the results would prove his innocence. Oh. I thought that was interesting too. Judge Reinecker says all of the items could have been tested before his plea of guilty. Um, experts said that the touch DNA that was requested could have been done, but just had not been done. The judge continues by showing his Rose claims of innocence are ridiculous through all of the evidence and how often Roe had changed his story. Yeah. Okay. And how he said his credibility yeah. in 2018 when he was arrested that he snapped. 
he obviously isn't innocent. Yeah. That the the judge mm-hmm. ends with saying that. So he's like, obviously he's not innocent. <laughs> this is a quote from the judge. He's quoted as saying, in sum, the evidence presented by the Commonwealth, the petitioner's own words of placing himself with Miss Mirak the morning of the murder and the DNA he left behind established that the petitioner had not established a prima facie prima facie case of actual innocence. And this failure would not be undermined by the potential that DNA could be found on the items surrounding Miss Mirak at the murder scene. So, so he didn't have a good, he didn't have a, by him saying, I went in there, had sex with her, and then immediately after I left, just like you were saying earlier, yeah. that's ridiculous is what the judge is saying. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't establish the fact that, that you didn't do it. Like, if he had said, look. Because I, his DNA, if you remember, look, his yeah. DNA was still found underneath yeah. her. So that's what my point was. How did your DNA end up underneath her then? Yeah, someone maybe, if he, maybe if he said, in. listen, I, I was there the night before, mm-hmm. and then I went home. Okay, I went home and slept. I've been in my bed the whole time. I get up and went to work that morning. Mm-hmm. Somebody else came in there. That that might have changed it, you know, because there's like more time period that yeah. went by, maybe, for example. Yeah, no, there, was, you know, there wasn't yeah. at all. So, so yeah, that's so, how yeah it, he didn't establish, the judge is saying, he didn't say, I didn't do it. He's saying, well, I kind of was there, and I kind of did it. and I, But well, hold on, wait a minute. Hold on. Now that you got this other stuff, I want to get it retested. You yeah, know. yeah. He's totally you know, screwed up. I thought it was interesting. And why, yeah, I like. I think that's also on his, his lawyer for the items. Yeah. They could have been tested before he uh, entered mm-hmm. that guilty plea, but they chose not to have them tested. So yeah, that also kind of sounds like maybe you I should mean, take the lawyer, it pro- lawyer. Right, the lawyer probably didn't think it was worth it either. Yeah, but... All right. If you're going to argue it, then I would have said the same thing. Like, well, why didn't you guys ask mm. for them to be tested at the time then? If you th- if you honestly think that it could show your innocence, you should have immediately so said that So was this an start. appeal or a stall? Yeah, or, uh, no, because he was already sentenced. He was already sentenced. Yeah. That's right. Okay. So, so he withdrew he... his guilty plea, though. Yeah. And he tried to, they filed for the post-conviction yeah. um, DNA, DNA yeah. testing. All right, so the judge says no, pound sand. Yeah, okay, essentially. And your your conviction stands. Yep. All right, and yep. go back to jail forever. Yep. So I mean, not a huge, huge update, but I ended that episode by saying that he had put in that yeah, request. Yeah, no, that's important. And there yeah. hadn't been nothing that had come of that yet. So this just came back this year. All right, so that's seven November twenty twenty two. Go back and look it up. Cold case solved. Yes. Uh, senseless murder of a school teacher. Okay, this last, this is, I have one last small, small update. (laughs) I spent a lot of time on researching this one and I I reached out to someone for help. So I'm at, and we're going to, we're going to talk about this, um, but it's, it's such a small update and there'll be another update that'll eventually come. Right. But I wanted to still add it because I was able to at least find the one thing and it took me a lot to get there. So. We talked about the murder of Priscilla Lewis in our January 10th, 2022 episode. Right. We just titled it Solved 1996 Priscilla Lewis Murder. This was uh, in Contra Contra Costa County, California. She was a waitress at the Four Corners restaurant in Crockett, San Francisco. Mm Mm-hmm. If you remember, she went on her break and she did not return 
from her break and her coworkers actually yeah. ended up like going to look for her and they found her in the basement bathroom of the building that they were in, which mm-hmm. was super unusual because she was not comfortable using that bathroom. She used to go across the street to the bar that mm-hmm. was across the street and use the bathroom over there. Yeah. So this was very unusual that she was even found in this bathroom to begin with. Her cause of death was asphyxia due to drowning. So for over 20 years, um, investigators never stopped interviewing. They were executing search warrants. They had the crime lab analyzing DNA and evidence over the over the 20 years. Like they were actively working this case. The person who uh, ended up being found guilty of this or well, not, I'm sorry, not found guilty, but the person that ended up they were able to connect with DNA and they. Uh, arrested for this crime was Danny Lamont Hamilton. Now, Hamilton was already serving in a Southern California prison on sexual assault charges originally from 1999. He was convicted in 2002, and he received a sentence of 295 years. So it was while he was serving this sentence that he was actually arrested and charged with four special enhancements of murder by lying in wait Felony murder kidnapping, felony murder burglary, and felony murder during an attempted rape for the murder of Priscilla Lewis. He actually uh, becomes eligible for parole in December of 2029 on his 295-year sentence, which I thought was interesting, too, because 295 years is pretty extreme. Why is parole offered on such an extreme sentence i i don't though i can't answer yeah i know you can't i'm just like that's so weird sometimes you know because that's essentially a death sentence but he was no but he was offered the possibility parole though so not everything is a life sentence right you could get 30 years 30 years with the possibility parole you know all that kind of stuff so he had the possibility parole i think if you're going to give someone 295 years Mm -hmm. i don't think they should so how 2029 would be how many years Mm, he was con- he was sentenced in two thousand two. So, how long ago was so twenty? That's uh, twenty one years from now. Twenty one y- years ago, right? And then another and then six five years. This year's six. almost half half over. So another six, six years, years. So that's twenty seven. Twenty seven years, years, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which seems like like such a small part portion of two hundred ninety five. I just thought. Yeah, that was you realize we just did math in public pretty good. Pretty well. <laughs> Pretty well. We did. We, I'm proud of did, us. Yeah, we just did it really well. Yeah. <laughs> proud of us. No problem. Like rattling it off. Yeah. Well, that was simple math, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So, like I said, not a huge update. I was able. So, when I first started looking this up, I found the articles talking about the 295 year sentence. Mm-hmm. So, that's what, when I originally started this, I thought that that 295 year sentence was the sentence he received for murdering Priscilla Lewis because the articles were kind of making it sound like that. Mm -hmm. The media, you got to be real careful when you read these articles I'm finding out. So as I'm digging deeper, I'm like, Oh no, no, this is the previous sentence he was already serving. Mm -hmm. So I was able to find some arrest information. His like, I went to the Contra, the Contra Costa Sheriff's department website and I found all of his inmate like information And he is being held at a jail waiting, like transfer, waiting for him to have his court date for this charge. And he has a court date scheduled for September of this year, September Mm -hmm. 2023. He was arrested in February of last year. And we didn't know that? 
What's the update? The, the update is that I was only able to find a court court date update because at the end of the I ended that episode oh, by saying boring. that he was I know I'm sorry did you hear me say <laughs> listen okay I uh, have a friend hold your breath everyone <laughs> because now you know the date <laughs> I think that's an important thing okay, because right, he right. was already serving he was arrested over a year over a year ago at this point yeah, yeah. and he's not going to have a court date until the end of this year I think that's interesting I want I don't understand so how why. did he get the 295 that was from the the his sexual assault assault charges from 1999. He has ni- from 1999. He was convicted in 2002 oh. of those okay. sexual assault charges. Right. So he received 295 years from that. Okay. Yeah. What? Well, listen. It it took me a lot to get there. I have a friend who was a corrections officer and is now a sheriff's deputy, and he helped me understand the verbiage because uh, okay. when I found the arrest information. Yeah. It said like the arrest type said something weird. I didn't understand what it was. And he explained the meaning to Mm -hmm. me. And it took me a lot to get there. I went through every single government website that Contra Costa County has Mm -hmm. to find this information because it's supposed to be public record. Right. Mm -hmm. All of the trial. I was able to find all of his trial information from the previous conviction, but nothing on this, which I think is kind of weird. Why is why is this stalling? I don't know. So I wanted to include it because it okay. was still important. All right, so, so the, he has the update is a September. Date. He has a date September, for, yes. for court. Okay. All he right. has a court date. So that is a the year isn't part. bad. So he was That's over a year. That's almost two years. He was arrested in February of twenty twenty. But he was already in jail, right? He's, yeah, he's already serving a two hundred and five year sentence. Over a year that's not unusual. Um the 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 CEO of Theranos, remember her? She committed fraud. She just now went to jail, and this has been like really. This has been the four or five years. I yeah. was not super interested in that case. Yeah. You've been the one that's been following that. Yeah, so th- I don't really so, know any so of that. So that's not unusual. A year is not unusual. Uh, it's over a year. It's All right, almost two years at that point. Okay, listen, it's it just be thankful Hannah had done that for us and gave us an update. I'm not. I'm just <laughs> saying. I was. Right. This was. Well, I there'll was. There'll be another update then in September. Yes. Well, or. Uh, Maybe after we'll have to see when I can conf- when yeah. they, they will post that yeah, information. Okay. I'm right. an expert now, though, at the Contra Costa County Sheriff's website and their whole all the government pages. All right, of stay their tuned. Stay <laughs> tuned for September. Yeah, we'll see what I'm able. Hopefully the update from Hannah will be the trial started. <laughs> it's important for people that care. I care. Okay, <laughs> I spent a lot of time trying to find this man's information. Right, I well, want to know that he's going to be serving his time for murdering this girl. Yeah, or death penalty. I want to know that he's serving his time <laughs> and he's going to be punished. Or I want to know that he's right. going to be punished. Or he'll be punished. Okay. Thank you. All right. I hope that's... Um, I'm sorry that it was that that one was not as yeah, information. I think this, these were all helpful. For those, yes. of, those of you that listen steady. And it, again, if you just tuned in today or if you only listened to a few and you've heard this update it doesn't take away from the uh, the case now just go back and and listen to the episode all right cool they're all there all on uh spotify apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to your um podcast we have Uh what is it now over 80 episodes 82 we have 82 episodes uh no i'm sorry 83 episodes Mm. okay well that is it for today's update episode. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed our uh, little update. 
You can follow us on Instagram at True Crime Archives Podcast, and we are on Twitter at TC Archives Pod. And yeah, go back and listen to those previous episodes if you haven't already. And we will be back next week with another episode. Later. Bye. Bye.